We are at the last line of page Kuflamat Ches in the middle of Se'iv Beis. So the Rebbe is explaining the Maila of the number 8. It says in the Rajba that the Maila is that the cycle of the Teva of the world is 7. As you see, when you get to the days of the week, that's the main source that Rebbe brings for this. Days of the week start Yem Rishon, Yem Sheni, Sunday, Monday, and then you come to the seventh day, you go back to Yem Rishon again. Even though the world exists for thousands and tens of thousands of days, but nevertheless, the cycle always remains seven, because the seven middis, and Sunday is always chesed, Monday is always gvura, so it's repeating, it goes back again to the same sphere that there was on that Sunday. See here, the Rebbe explains, the other side of the coin, which is you can't say that every Yom Rishain is a repetition of the previous Yom Rishain. It has, there has to be something new. The creation is not a repetition of what happened before. Things are constantly moving and changing and progressing and going forward. So for saying that every Sunday is Chesed, every Monday is Gvure, so then what does that mean? We're just, we're just constantly, history is constantly just repeating itself, literally? The Rebbe explains, no, that's not the case. Let's see inside. The chesed that there is on one Sunday, bottom line, started at the bottom line. The chesed of, of this Sunday, does not compare to the level of chesed that there is on the Sunday earlier. And the Rebbe explains this as follows. Every day of the days of the week, it's part of the thousands of years that are also divided into six days, not seven, but right, there is actually the Elf Ashvi as well. But there is the Shit Al Fishnin. Now, what does it say regarding these thousands of years? The Postic says, that for the Abish, there are thousand years, is like one day. Thousand years is a day. What does this mean that a thousand years is a day? A tkufa of a thousand years is a certain middah. It's a certain hanhoga of the Ebishter in those thousand years. The, thir- the first thousand years of creation had is, was one tkufa with one hanhoga. The second thousand is another hanhoga. A day represents a time period, a certain middah. So by the Ebishter, each thousand years is a certain middah. So now if we understand by the Ebishter, a thousand years is a day, is one middah. So just like when it comes to a thousand years, so the thousand, each thousand is separated from one another. The first thousand of the years of creation is related to chesed. The second thousand, that's the thousand that's related to gvura. So now, so, you, so you'll ask the question, does that mean that in 1,000 years, it's basically, literally, each day is a repetition of the day before, in a period of 1,000 years? There's no difference, there's no change whatsoever in the first day of that 1,000 years, and the last day of that 1,000 years, and everything in between, it's all just plain chesed, the same level of chesed. So that's obviously not the case regarding a, such a long period of 1,000 years. So, so too, the, the years, the individual years that are in this time period of a thousand years, they're also, they're, there's a difference in each one of the years individually of the period of a thousand years. In how you 
bring together and how there's the uh, combination and different inclusions of midas of one another. As we know that they, all the midas are included from one another. In chesed gufa, there's chesed sheba chesed, gvura sheba chesed, and so on. And in that itself, you can take that endlessly. There's, there's uh, chesed sheba gvura sheba chesed, and then there's gvura sheba gvura sheba chesed, and on and on and on. You can extrapolate that endlessly, that there's so many different mezigas and arkovis in the midas that come out in every individual year of the thousands of years, of the period of a thousand years. And then you break that down even further, when you get to, in, in the, when you have the thousand years, you have the individual year in each one of those thousand years, you have the individual months, you have the individual days. So we understand, The same is true regarding the fact that every week, is it, we start again from the beginning, every Sunday is and it's chesed. But there's a difference in the level of chesed of this Sunday and the next Sunday. I know you can't compare the level of chesed of this day of this to the level of chesed that there is in the previous yamrishin. There's a different meziga. It's the combination of the chesed, the code of this chesed, the particular flavor, so to speak, of the chesed of this Sunday is going to be different than the previous Sunday. That's one point. Now that the Rebbe says a further point. Especially based on what the Alter Rebbe explains in Yigeres HaKadosh, every day of a person's, of the, of the creation of the world and of a person's life, every single day. There's a higher level of Meichen that are drawn down and brought into the world. And every morning when you daven, Shachris, so there's a revelation of, of, of Meichen El Yainim that's available to a person in the Tfilis HaShachar of today. So a person should never say, I daven yesterday, or maybe I should daven once a week. And you know what? Even better. I'll daven once a week with so much kavana to make up for the entire week. It'll actually be better than my davening every single day because I'll daven one day so good, so gishmak, so good. Why do I have to daven every single day shachris? The answer is because every day there's new meichen chadashim. There's a, there's a new revelation every day in the world that's not the previous day. Whatever previous level of meichen there was revealed in the world on, on today's day, there's a new, new revelation that never existed before. It's actually higher. The world, whether we see it or not, whether we understand how this is true or not, the fact is the world is con- constantly moving forward, getting closer to its shleimus, to Yemais HaMashiach, when the world will be fully the shleimus and the revelation of the Abish in the world. So the same thing also, every individual day, there's a, another, a different tamshacha of Meichin, which is a step higher than the previous day. So therefore, every day a person has to daven, every day a person has to do a mitzvah, to connect and to be mamshech, to this Meichin al so Okay, so now the Rebbe concludes this concept and says that if so, you may ask the question that if every single day, according to what Alter Rebbe here says in the Geras Hakodesh, that every single day there's Meichin Chadash, totally new new Amshach in the world. So then, the, the reverse. So how are we counting? again and again and again. If every day there's Meichen Chadashim, the world is never the same. There's never a day that is the same Amshacha like any day ever before in history. Right? So this is not, the Altar Rebbe there talks about Rosh Hashanah, 
that every year Rosh Hashanah there's a Hamshacha Chadasha that there never was the previous year, but it's not only Rosh Hashanah. The Eivisha does not create one day that's similar to a previous day. If it's true that the Eivisha doesn't create two people that are the same, every flake of snow is different than the other, sh- shape of another flake of snow. So Kol Shekein, Benigayet, every individual day. The Eivisha doesn't create a day just to, to repeat, just do, repeat, and repeat. Every day is a new Hamshacha. If so, why are we calling it Yom Rishen? So every day is a totally new day. So we should count the number of the day from creation. Because today is a brand new day that never happened before. So the Rebbe concludes, Shouldn't we count the number of the days continuing following from the previous day? And not to count every, every week and repeat again Sunday, Monday, the Sunday of the previous week is never coming back again. The Sunday of this week is, is a new Meichen Yainim. It's a different Amshache that was not there on that previous Sunday. So we have two sides to the coin here. On one hand, we're saying that every, that every Sunday is Chesed. So, that, so therefore, we, you come that, you, that there's that cycle from Chesed to Malchus. So therefore, it's Yayim Rishen again and again and again. On the other hand, Al-Tareb is saying, we're always going Gevayim Yaser. We're always going higher and higher. So what's the Pshat? The difference that there is in one Yom Rishon to the next Yom Rishon on the individual level that you reach within this Yom Rishon which means what, what the, in, in Chesed Gufa the, the, the specific level of this Chesed you're always going higher and higher on Sunday in Chesed on Monday in Gvure the specific level of that Chesed but generally, it's all chesed. Sunday is only chesed, Monday is only gvurah. Every day of the week has his specific sphirah, which repeats the seven midas of the, the, that the Ebesh created the world with. So, we have, so both points are true. On one hand, it's the seven spheres from Chesed to Malchus. At the same time, in Chesed Gufa, two points. Number one, there's a different Meziga in our cover. There's a different combination of Chesed from this Sunday and a different Sunday. It's not, it's not a repetition. Not only is it a different Meziga of our cover, there's Meichan al Yaser that elevates the level of the Chesed to a higher level. The Chesed of each Sunday is a higher level of Chesed than there was previously. And therefore, it's not a repetition. But at the same time, it's all within the framework of Chesed. And Monday is all within the framework of Gvura. Gvura Shabbat Chesed, Chesed Shabbat Gvura, and further and further, all kinds of endless numbers of combinations of these Midas. So it just comes out that it's much more that there's more than the 49 that we say by Shabbat Yeah, definitely. We're way past that number. Okay, this is, this is the Klolos Inyan, Benigayet to the number 7 and the number 8. 7 represents the 7 Midas, starting from Chesed, concluding with Malchus. And then you go beyond that, which is Yom HaShmini. But Rebbe is going to go further, explain further what this number 7 is, and specifically focus on Shabbos. Omnam Adayin Tzarech Lehovin, the question still is over here, the Lefiyah now, based on what we're saying, it would come out as follows. Seven days of creation, that corresponds to the seven Midas. So if so, what does it come out? 
Shabbos, the seventh day, corresponds to Malchus, the last in the seventh Svira. She has Svira Achreina. So the question is, yet, Shabbos is the highest of all the days of, the crea- of creation. Shabbos is the day that's holy. Although Shabbos seems to correspond to the lowest Svira, to Malchus. So how is it that Shabbos connected to Malchus, which seems to be the, the lowest, is Dafka the Kedusha, Dafka the holiest day of the week? Ah, and you know, so the basic point of the answer to this is, the famous Lashon that it says in Sefi Yitzire, that the beginning is wedged into the end, and the same thing it also says, that the end is wedged into the beginning. There's a connection, and there's a, spe- a specific level of Kedusha that's revealed in Malchus, which is the lowest of all spheres. And v'zeo shegilu the revelation of the pleasure of the Eibishter in creation is revealed specifically on Shabbos. That's the source of the Kedusha of Shabbos, as we always speak about, the Einig of Shabbos. What's the, the Einig of Shabbos is really because it's a time when you have the revelation of the Eibishter's Einig, the Eibishter's pleasure in creating. And that Einig of Shabbos is revealed specifically in and through Sfiris HaMalchus, which the Rebbe will explain. But generally speaking, the Nekud over here is that even though B'chitzainius, it seems like that Shabbos is related to the Svira of Malchus, but B'pnimius, because Malchus is, is connected to Tainug, so in Shabbos, the Kedusha of Shabbos comes from the Tainug of the Eivishter that's revealed in the world. So first, the Rebbe will focus on explaining what is this Indian. What is the concept of Tainug that brings about a Kedusha in the world? And then the Rebbe will come back to connect it to Malchus. So the explanation of this is the energy. And when you have an added revelation in any of the ten spheres, where does it come from? It comes from the level of Tainuk. The Rabbi explains it the way it is by a human being. The way it is by a person. The energy a person has in something, that is, and when, you, when could a person actually use that, any particular koyach on a, on a greater level, at a more expansive level? Sometimes a person feels very limited with his chesed, or even very limited with his thinking, with his understanding. So, yeah, it could be, so there's two points that I was talking about. There's a chayas, there's an energy you have in something, a geschmack and an involvement. And besides that, there's also to be Magdal de Kayach. Sometimes a person can sit down, he wants to try to learn something, and the Seichel is just closed up, it's just not working. And then you can be Magdal de Kayach, where a person's Seichel is flowing, he understands the clarity and so on. And it's the same thing with any other part of a person's behavior in life. Sometimes there's a Hagdala of a Kayach, where things are expansive and flowing, and sometimes things are very Mitzumsim, it's just like stuck, it doesn't move. So how do you bring Chayis, and what's the source of the Hagdala of the Kayach? The Rebbe brings here this mashal that I just said, Seichel. Kumai b'seichel. When it comes to a person using his intellect. Shesrach v'samaychen. When a person wants to expand his understanding of something, when a person has pleasure in the, in the subject that he's learning. If you bring in the kayach ha-tainog, so the kayach ha-tainog, the chiddush over here is, obviously kayach ha-tainog gives a person like a shmak in what he's doing, he has pleasure in what he's doing. But you may think that Kayach HaTainog is this higher, deeper feeling of connection a person has to something, but it doesn't actually influence 
the nature of the seichel itself, the nature of my intellect, my thinking will actually change. My, the depth of my understanding and so on will actually change to the tainuk. Not necessarily. It's two different kaiches. Tainuk is tainuk and seichel is seichel. But it's not so. When a person learns with tainuk, it actually gives more energy to the actual seichel itself. It's magdil. It intensifies your understanding itself. That's what happens. As the Rebbe brings the Lashon the Gemara, a person should always choose to learn a subject that his heart desires. So now you, you, you would say, Limud learning is in the, in the area of understanding, of intellect. So as far as intellect is concerned, A person has to learn Teireh, because the Ebishter wants you to learn Teireh. And the Ebishter wants you to learn every section in Teireh. So therefore, you should say to a person, not that I, but learn Taita for the Ratzon of Hashem, have Kabbalah, whether you like it or not. Libi Chafetz shouldn't play a role, Bechlal. What plays a role? Meichen. That's it. And Libi Chafetz is not going to change anything. No, but Chazal say that's not so. In order to expand a person's understanding, the Yaskil, the Yiklet Benekel, that you should think, you should, you should be able to absorb easily what you're learning, it should flow in your mind. That's specifically when you have a desire for this. The expression of Chafetz refers to the Tainug a person has or something. Right, there's, there's Tainug and there's Ratzin. Sometimes a person has a Ratzin, he, he would wish, he wants to do, do something, but it's not necessarily something you have pleasure. Pleasure is deeper than Ratzin. So it always says, the Lashon of Chafetz, Libi Chafetz, refers to the Pnimius, the Pnimius Ratzin, which is really the Tainug that you have in something. Right, so the Mitzad, the Mitzvah Gufa, that you have to learn, what's the Mitzvah to learn? The deeper you understand, the deeper you're being Mekayim the Mitzvah. Right, there's the famous uh, Vart that it says, when you get to the Gemara, that that a person could stop learning in order to go and do the mitzvah of Mikra Megillah. Why is that called Bittl Teireh? Meaning the Megillah is also learning Teireh. It's Pesukim of Teireh. Elamai, the answer that I would always quote this is that when you read the Megillah, you're just reading the story quickly and you're not thinking deeply about it. Now, when a person's learning, we're talking about a person learning and thinking and understanding what he's learning. It's all that you have a mitzvah of Talmud Teireh. You can be Mekai the mitzvah of Talmud Teireh and you understand what you're learning very limited. You can be in the midst of Tamatayda where you have a full Havana Vasagya in what you're learning. So the actual Kiyoma Mitzvah, when you have a deeper Havana Vasagya, is more Bishlamus. So therefore, Chazal tell us that it's not just a side benefit which doesn't change the nature of the fulfillment of your mitzvah. No, if a person learns and therefore you have a Srachvis in your understanding, so you're actually doing the mitzvah better. You're being the kind of mitzvah more Bishlamus. So therefore, a person should choose to learn in such a subject. When a person has a pleasure in what he's learning, this expands your understanding and this makes it easier. It flows better. You could, you could, even, you could learn more, more, more in quantity. You can more, learn more in quality. So what's the reason why, why Tainog has this impact on Seichel? So the Lashon Rebbe says here is, because Tainog is above Seichel. Tainug is a deeper kayach in the nefesh of the person that's above Seichel. Right? Seichel is that power that a person has to connect the things through rationale, to, to, by, by rationale. Right? A person is thinking with intellect to understand something. Tainug does not need to rationalize your connection to something. If you have a Tainug in something, I don't need to rationalize it. I have a Tainug in it. I enjoy this. This is my pleasure. 
That's a much deeper connection. If, you, if your only connection is based on there's a certain rationale and a certain hasbir of why I like it. So it means that lule that hasbir, without that explanation, really there's no association between me and this. I don't feel any connection. The tainug is, it doesn't need a hasbir. Tainug is much deeper. It's me. I, am, I feel connected to this. No way to explain it. Right, so tainug is much deeper. It's the ma'ilama seichel. And therefore, it has a kayach, it, it has this, this dominion over seichel and it impacts the seichel itself as well. Okay, this, this hasbe that Rebbe says here is extremely bekitzer and it doesn't really fully explain it in this lashon. When the Rebbe here says that tainig is above seichel, that's true about ratzen as well. Ratzen is also above seichel. Right, a person has a willpower and even if in Seichel he doesn't understand why it's right for him but he has a willpower and he's going to do it because he has a will to get this done but Ratzon will not impact your Seichel it won't change your nature of learning it won't expand your Seichel so the fact that something that, that one is above the other the Kayach Ratzon is above Seichel doesn't mean that it's going to change the nature of the Seichel itself right, so by Kayach Ratzon it's above Seichel but it's removed from Seichel. It's a makif to Seichel. It cannot be piled on the Seichel Bepnimius. Tainug is even deeper. Tainug is not just a makif to the Seichel, it's the source within the nefesh itself, and therefore it's the source of all the Kaychas themselves, and it's actually able to be piled Bepnimius on the Kaychas. It's a much deeper thing. Ratzin is limited to being makif. The way Ratzin is piled on a person is, it, it sort of overruns everything. It, it's, it's, it, this is what I want, whether I understand it or not. Tainig, tainig has an impact in a different way. Tainig, it becomes your pleasure. And it becomes the pleasure of the seichel. It changes the nature of the seichel. It has a much deeper kayach. Okay, so that's uh, the Indian of Tainig. We learned a little bit about this Indian of Tainig in the Maimah of Pada Bishalim, where the Rebbe spoke about Atik. The difference between Arech and Atik. Arech is a dagi, which is the Maimah Meseid Rishtal Shalos. And it's, it, it negates Seder Shtal Shlos. It, it's, it's, a different, it's a different frequency that doesn't get integrated into Seder Shtal Shlos. It can't. It's, it's removed of it. Atik is deeper. Atik is the very essence of everything. Atik is the essence of Seder Shtal Shlos as well. It doesn't have to negate it. Adarab. It's Megala the Pneumius of Seder Shtal Shlos. It's the same thing with the tining of a person. When a person gets to that inner core of himself, which this is, this is my essence. That's what tining really is. The concept of pleasure, is, we don't, we're not talking of here about any kind of external pleasure where a person feels good about himself in any external way. Whether he feels good about a Gashmi's digi things that he experienced or feels good about some Ruchni's digi experience, that's not the kind of tainig we're talking about of here. Talking about a tainog which is very deeply inside the nefesh of the person. This, this is the, the, the way the person himself is wired. The tainog of the etzim of the person. When that etzim is revealed, so then... It's pile on the seichel, it's pile on everything, because the etzim is the etzim of every kayach. It's not an etzim that's higher than every kayach, that's removed of every kayach. Adarab, this is the essence of the kayach itself. And therefore it changes, it expands the kayach itself when it has the kayach of tainik that's in it. So this is an example, benigayat the seichel. And the Rebbe will continue here and explain that the same applies also to midis, chlal, everything a person does. If you do it with tainog, so then you have, your midas are also expanded. There's a shmak and a flowing in your midas as well. Yeah. And then the Rebbe will come back to explain that this tainog is revealed specifically in Malchus, which is on Shabbos. That's why Shabbos has the kedush of, of this tainog. Okay. Is, is this tainog an essential quality that a person has something that is developed through his environment, through his 
everything that no, it's an essential learn. quality. It's but an essential quality of every single person. We're not taught, you say, Chassidus talks about a tainog hamurkav, which is a tainog that is created through whatever circumstances or whatever experiences. That's tainog hamurkav. And then there's the tainog atzmi, the tainog that comes from the person himself. Not, not based, not any external things that's causing the tainog. But the tainog that comes from the nefesh itself, that's what we're talking about here.